Ois Ches of the Maimer. We're all the way at the end of this Maimer. But we're at the pivotal point inside of the Maimer. <coughs> the Maimer was focused on the concept of Geirah. A complicated concept in and of itself. <coughs> as Shalom Bear asked me the other evening, and we discussed in class as well, who says the level of girl is Lemaila Minaseicha? Maybe it's Lemata Minaseicha. Who says the level of girl is supralogical? Maybe it's sublogical. And that's true. The level of girl can be sublogical. The reason why, though, it presents itself as sublogical is because it's drawing from a level which is superlogical. Like silence, and we discussed this with silence, with silence is something which is easier to see. Sometimes a person is silent because he'd rather not speak. Sometimes a person is silent because he has nothing to say. Or, more specifically, sometimes a person is silent because the ideas that he wishes to convey are not communicable to the people whom he wants to speak to. Sometimes a person is silent because he doesn't have those ideas in the first place. So which level is silence coming from? It could come from here, a supralogical level. Or it can come from the opposite extreme, a sublogical level. Geiril is similar. Where Geiril is being employed deliberately, lottery. Where a lottery is being employed deliberately, you could stop me and ask me if there's a word you don't understand. It's fine. No, no. Okay. If, if there's a word you don't understand, stop. If, where Geiril is being employed deliberately, the reason why it's being employed is because <coughs> logically there is no way to make this decision and therefore we're employing something which goes higher than logic in order to make this decision. And in the Maimah we said it goes not just higher than logic, it goes higher either than, even than Ratzin. It goes to the level of Bala Ratzin Shilamailami Ratzin. And we said that this is specifically why Haman used a girl. Because he knew that as bad as he'll make the Yidin look on a logical level, there is no way that he would possibly come out looking better than them. He'll never be better than the Yidin. Even if he goes and accuses them of horrible things, he's still much, 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 much more horrible. So he knew that the only way that he can possibly win against the Yidin is to gamble, to go to a level of girl, to go to a level which goes beyond Seichel, and over there to try to accuse the Yidin and say that he should 
be able to carry out lahapik es zemamei chas v'shalom, the last words that we saw, to carry out his evil schemes. And we saw how this is higher even than the level of Achashverish, because in the level of Achashverish, at the end of the day, there is some achris veracious. There is some beginning and end, as opposed to where Haman is trying to pull from, the concepts of beginning and end don't even exist. There's no start, there's no end, there's no beginning, there's no there's no stop point, there's no top, there's no bottom, there's no light, there's no dark, there's no good, there's no evil. So if it's there, there is a possibility for Haman to carry out his schemes. Clear? As complicated as this concept is, we're going to get even a little bit more complicated now. And that's going to be through contrasting Gairo to Bechira, to choice. The concept of choice is a very difficult concept. It broaches <coughs> one of the most difficult philosophical concepts in Jewish philosophy. It broaches the famous dilemma of Bechira and Yediyah. If Hashem knows everything that's going to happen, how can you say that I have free choice what to do? Hashem knows if I'm going to get out of bed or I'm going to sleep in. Hashem knows if I'm going to make the right decision or the wrong decision. So how can you suggest that I have free choice to make the right decision? Hashem knows it all before it even happened. Now without getting into that question directly, the concept of free choice that Hashem has given us is something which is tremendously and immensely powerful. There is no creature that has free choice other than us. Animals don't have free choice. Plants, inanimate objects, certainly don't have free choice. But even animals don't have free choice. Animals are programmed with a certain nature, just like a computer would be programmed with a certain nature. I was speaking the other day to a computer programmer. So we were discussing this. Computers are easier to work with than people. But he said, oh, but they can be so frustrating. I said, I'm sure. He said, but the most frustrating thing is that anytime they're frustrating, I know that it's my fault. <laughs> the truth is that when it comes to chinuch, it's the same thing. When it comes to educating children, you also know that if they're being frustrating, it's probably something I'm doing incorrectly. But uh, that's not for now. If a animal is doing something, it's doing something according to what it was programmed to do. It has a certain nature, it has certain inclinations. An animal doesn't choose to do good or evil. It doesn't choose to rise above or fall below. Only a human being has free choice. A human being has actual free choice that he can choose to do one thing or another thing. And the fact that a human being has free choice is a godly element that is instilled into this human being. 
because free choice truly only belongs to God himself. Could you say that that comes from taking a bite of the tree of knowledge of good and evil? No? The free choice existed before that. Okay. The free choice existed whether to eat from it. <laughs> so Adam was <laughs> presented with that free choice right at the very beginning. Because Hashem wanted this element of godliness to be part of the psyche of every single person. And how that interplays with girl is what we're about to see. With the question, how can we how can we have free choice if God already knows, if Hashem already knows everything, right? How can there be a wrong choice if Hashem already knows what to do? Because anything we do would be the right thing because it's what Hashem wants is have done. So we're not going into that question, okay. into the no. question of Bechir and Yediyah. Okay. But to answer your question, how can there be a wrong choice? Because it says in the Torah, it says in the Torah that you should do, and it has <coughs> how many mitzvahs? What? How many positive commandments? 248 positive commandments and negative commandments? 365. So that which it says in the Torah, you should do, and as explained then, according to the, the framework and the additional um, uh, guards that the Chachamim have put up, those are the things that we should do, and the things that we should not do are those things that it says in the Torah that we should not do, etc. So this is the framework which tells you do's and don'ts, positives and negatives. That's not a question. The question is going back into the... So the free choice is there for the do's and don'ts. Let's, let's read a little bit inside of here in the Mimer. <laughs> Just like... You want to move in to, to look inside? You're good. And just like Gairal is higher than logic, and it's higher even than the level of Ratzain. The same is true also with regard to choice. That choice is higher than Seichel and higher than Ratzain. Why? If logically I should be choosing one thing over another thing, vanilla over chocolate, it's logical, it makes sense. Nobody's going to choose chocolate when they have those two choices in front of them. And even if you want something like vanilla and strawberry that you have a predisposed want to vanilla or strawberries over there, maybe it's a little bit more equal, but you like one over the other, which is a level of ratzin shalom, ma'ilam yiseichel, a level of will, which is higher than logic. That means that you must choose. You must choose this choice. You don't have free choice. You don't have free choice, certainly, with vanilla and chocolate. 
But even with vanilla and strawberry, where you have it predisposed, leaning towards one over the other, you don't have free choice with vanilla and strawberry because you like vanilla, not strawberry. Strawberry, not vanilla. Kind of like those science experiments where the, where the power suggestion that can make someone choose Absolutely. That's uh, the multi, I don't know how many billions, kajillions of dollars that go into advertising. They are to affect our choice. Remember, Moshe Feinstein one time said that he was bringing out the power of persuasion, the power of of sight. He said that uh, between his house and the yeshiva where he taught, there was an advertisement that was there for a long time advertising a certain brand of gatkes underwear he said when it comes to purchasing underwear i don't have free choice <laughs> obviously i'm going it's like every single day on my way to yeshiva this is what i see this is what i'm going to do Clients? which is clients yeah um <laughs> of israel um but th- this brings out the power that these things have over our choice. That sometimes we don't have Bechira. Sometimes it's not a question of Bechira, it's not a question of choice. (coughs) Either from a logical perspective, obviously I'm going to choose that which is cheaper, easier, better, etc. Or from a Ratzin perspective. I like black, I don't like blue. So the Ratzin perspective then kicks in. And therefore, it's not a choice. Obviously, I'm going to choose the black, not the blue. It's not a choice. I'm taking that which I already am predisposed towards. Vamitis in yin when is there true choice? True choice is like the Shnei Seirim, which we described earlier in this Maimer. You have two things which are completely equal. They have to be equal height, equal dumim, equal value, etc. It can't be that there's one model which is better than the other. It can't be that you have a, a seir um, 13 and a seir 12. Obviously, you're going to take the seir 13 over the seir 12. So it has to be that they're the same age, the same height, the same value, and so on and so forth. So Amitis in who excuse me, it's when his choice is it's not coming because of a logical impetus which is pushing you towards this decision, nor is it coming even from a desire that you have, a leaning that you have that is pushing you towards this decision. Rather, that this is what a person is choosing, with his free choice. He's choosing this with his free choice. In other words, I'm choosing this seir over this seir. The problem is, why should I choose this seir over that seir. They're both exactly the same. 
In order to understand that, let's try to understand what's the difference between choice, between Bechira and lottery, Geirah. They're both where you have two equal things and you want one and not the other and you need to figure out which to choose. When do you need Geirah and when can you use choice? The difference between choice and Bechira, when a person makes a Geirah, and he decides the as we said earlier in Gimel of the Maimer, that he makes a decision that however this girl, this lottery falls out, that's going to be his Ratzin. Then his Ratzin is not coming from him. It's coming because Cain nafal ha because that's the way the girl fell out. In other words, a girl is not his choice. It's a choice which is beyond him. It's outside of him. He's throwing a girl which is external to him. He's throwing dice, he's choosing papers, whatever he's doing. But what he's doing is something which is outside of his framework. But choice is Shaha Adam. That the person is choosing. And from this it's understood. Which is higher. Which is greater. The Bechira. The Bechira is greater. Why is the Bechira greater? Because Geirol is forcing you to take one over the other when you have no predisposition to the one over the other. You have no reason to take one over the other. And the girl's sort of saying, okay, you're forced to take A, not B, or B, and not A. Did you ever get to the A and the B in the Febringen Friday night? What? Did it ever come back to that? No? Okay, so now you see where the A and the B come in. Where you're forced to choose A and not B, or B and not A. The Bechira hu lemailame girl. But what's Bechira? Bechira is that I'm choosing A. Even though A and B are completely equal, they're completely the same. There's no difference between them. Bechira is that I am choosing A. That's a very deep level. That I am making the choice. To choose A, not B. Why am I making the choice to choose A and not B? Because I want A. Why do I want A? Not because my Ratzin wants A. Certainly not because my Seichel wants A, because there's no Seichel dicker reason to want A over B. And my Ratzin doesn't have a predisposition to A over B. But that's me. I want A. A is me. A is mine. It's a very, very deep level that goes even higher than girl. Girl is I'm forced to choose A. Bechira is I'm choosing A. To bring this down a little bit, one second, I'm going to answer questions. But to bring this down a little bit, we'll go back to our marshal of marriage. And this is based on the Maimer. Maybe we'll learn it uh, closer to Pesach, we'll see. The, the Maimer that uh, the Rebbe said 
The concept that you meet your Bashert and you tell her that you are choosing her to be your wife. Why are you choosing her to be your wife? So, of course, she's the most beautiful, smartest, most developed girl that you know. You better tell her that. (laughs) But don't tell her that that's why you're choosing her exclusively. That's, of course, a factor in your choice. But that's not why you're choosing her. Why can't that be why you're choosing her? More than that. What's going to happen? What's going to happen if you're going to find someone who's more beautiful? <laughs> that's it's the same as you're saying, but just from a, diff- a little bit of a different angle. <laughs> what, what if you're going to find someone who's even more beautiful, etc.? Are you going to now drop her for this other person, etc.? So what do you have to tell her? I'm choosing you because I want you. Don't tell her that you went home and you made a girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you she might, won. <laughs> you might get, uh... <laughs> because you're not going to get very far that way. Why are you choosing her? Because from a Bechira level, not a logical level, not even a Ratzin level, because what happens if, like you said, your Ratzin changes as complicated as that concept is because Ratzin doesn't easily change. But what's going to happen if your Ratzin changes? But you're choosing her because you want her and you won't have it any other way. That's the idea of Bechira brought down to you with this muscle. Bechira is where you're making a choice because it can't be any other way. Because you're connected to A, not B. And you're deciding that A is you, not B. That's the concept of Bechir. Let's let's read inside. We'll finish this paragraph, then we could take questions. Vahachiluk ben Geril u Bechir will start again from there. The difference between Geril and Bechir who is the Kisha Adam is a Geril when a person makes a Geril. Umachlut and he decides the Kamoisha Yipala Geril Kain Yeritsaina the way that the girl will fall out. That's what his Ratzin is going to be. Haratzin Shaloi Huloi Mitzad Adam is not because of the person. It's because of an outside circumstance. Because the girl fell out for A and not B. Choice is that the person himself is the one making the choice. Move on, and from this it's understood. The Bechira Hilamai Lame Girl, Bechira is higher than choice. The girl who had Darga, Benefesh, 
שהיא מוגדרת ומוכרחת בזה ששני הדברים הם שווים לגבו. Now listen to the way the Mimer is going to explain it, because the Mimer is going to explain it in words that we have not yet used. Geirol is a level inside of a person where he's forced that the A and the B, some gesund, are completely equal to him. That the two seirim that he's looking at, seir number one and seir number two, are completely equal to him. And he's stuck. He's stuck over there. He can't get past this equality that is between them. And therefore he needs a gairo, an outside, external impetus, to push him and encourage him to choose this one and not that one. The girl who had shehi mugderes umuchreches bazeh. He's forced by this sheshnei hadverim him shavim legaba that the two things are completely equal to him. You tell your wife, yeah, I flipped the coin. It's between you and between you and her, I couldn't decide. I flipped the coin. Works. The Indian Habakhirahu, the idea of choice is Sha'inai Mugdar Umukrach Beizadvarim. The whole idea of Bakhira is it could be equal, but I am not limited. I'm not forced. I'm not constrained by this equality. Ainai Mugdar Umukrach Beizadvarim. I am not Mugdar limited umukrach or forced Beizadvarim in anything. Even things that are completely equal to him. I have the ability to choose that which I want. Whatever I want. I have the ability to choose whatever I want. That's really powerful. You could already see where the mimer is going, Mason. With regard to Haman's girl, I, I, it doesn't matter that you've reached a level of equality, because even in the level of equality, the Ebishter still has a choice. It says in the Gemara that on Purim, Chayevadam lebesumi bepoya ad deloy yada ben Arahaman lebarach mardechai which simply means you have to reach a level of Ad-Dlayada where you're not able to tell the difference between Araham and Baruch Mardachai, something which doesn't really make sense, but in the context of this Maimur, you're able to relate to it at least a little bit, because after all, the whole objective of Haman was to reach a level where there is no difference between Araman and Baruch Mardachai, the level of girl where there is no difference. But I heard once an explanation based on Chassidus, based on the Alter Rebbe, that what does it mean, it means that you have to reach a level where even in the even in the level of girl, the level of equality, the level where there is no difference, the level of not just but the level of the over there also there's a bane, there's a difference between Araham and Mardchai. You have to reach a level that even in the there's a bane. Even in the layada, there's a difference. That's a powerful level. Now you could see how this mimer killed Stalin. 
Because whatever was going on then, with this mimer, the Rebbe was able to, so to speak, tap into the level where there's still a bane, there's still a difference. And saving millions of Yiddish lives as a result. Questions? How can we measure the gap? It's possible? You can't. It's immeasurable. It's essential. How do you measure essence? Essence is, is not something that you can begin to measure. Why am I choosing this person to be my wife? Because this is the person I want to be my wife and to be with for the rest of my life. And to, to just can, spend can eternity we, how together. Can we, how can we be sure that it's not clear If it's not measurable. It's irrelevant. So, the, 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 your question is a good question. That's, how do you know you're not just flipping a coin? Um, how do you know that this is a choice that you're making rather than just a random girl that, okay, I'll choose this one, not that one. Let's follow the flip of a coin. To, to bring you to a Shaduchim level, the Rebbe described it as a Mashiach Salif. When you are going to make your hachlata, your decision, whom you want to marry, it can't just be that everything matches up on paper, that you've met with this person and you're able to have a proper conversation with them, you're able to see eye to eye, and uh, everything looks good, you have to have also a Mashichas Halev. A Mashichas Halev means that you see that you want this person, that you like this person. It's much more subtle, but also much deeper than attraction in and of itself. Shemus says your heart drops draws. Your heart is drawn towards this person. When you see that you have that Mashiach HaSalev, and you'll sit down with your Mashpia and discuss how do you determine that when you have to make that decision. But when you see that there is that Mashiach HaSalev, you know that you're able to go forward with this decision on a on a Bechira level, not on a Geira level. If you're just saying, yeah, everything matches up in paper, fine, I'll go out, I'll, I'll, I'll marry her because uh, I went out with her. That's a girl. It just happens to be that you ended up with her and therefore you're going to choose her. In other words, the girl, some external circumstances, are forcing you into your decision. That's not a safe way to walk into this marriage. You have to make sure that it's coming from you. A Bechira is where there is no other possible outcome. There is no possible outcome. This is the person who you could throw me into a million different circumstances. Just roll everything again. Roll the dice again and again and again and again and again and again and again. It's always going to end up coming out this way. It's weighted. 
it's always going to end up coming out the same way. You're always going to end up with the same person, no matter what, because it can't. There can't be any other outcome. It's difficult to understand this when, from from the secular perspective, from the world's perspective, it's all about what's the world word they use for. Um, uh, Happenstance, uh, just a circumstance. Cir- well, it's a coincidence, but well, it's all about the way things come out. It's all about just, yeah, you happen to meet this person. So I brought her left. Uh, <laughs> predestined? Or? No, no, the opposite of predestined. Uh, that, 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 they, they see themselves, whatever. They see themselves that this is, you know, if things would have been different, I might have ended up with a different wife. Circumstantial? Okay, whatever it is. <laughs> the The... the I might have en- ended up with someone completely different. It just happens to be that Arbitrary. this is who I met and this is what, 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 what developed and this is where I am. And yeah, maybe at some point we'll make the decision that uh, we'll part ways and uh, try again. What's the basis for the marriage then? It's all... It's, it's all a level of girl. It's a level of girl. I happen to love you because I happen to have met you because not you're my bashert. No, no, I, I, I see, but I'm just saying, like, if that's the basis for a marriage, there's bombish no hope. It's not no hope. It could be we'll continue to get along with each other and continue to have equal, um, uh, the, the, the same ideas and the, the same desires. Or perhaps will tap into a deeper level of themselves where they actually connect to each other on a Bechira level as a result of circumstances that have brought them together. But it's all because of a girl. Again, the concept of Bechira. You're asking, how can I measure Bechira? The concept of Bechira is it cannot be different. As Kanish Zayn Andrish. This is the way that it is. There is no possibility of someone else or somewhere else or something else. This is the only thing that can be. This is where I'm going to end up. You could throw me in this direction, in this direction, in this direction, in that direction. I'm always going to end up bouncing back here. It's not preference. No. Because preference is Ratzin. Okay. We're going higher than Ratzin. Higher. Ratzin means reason. Ratzin means will. 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 I have a desire. I like this. Preference is strawberry or vanilla. (laughs) Okay. Understood. Thank you. Or maybe I'm obsessed. Yeah. Maybe I'm obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Then, Then it's not... Then it's not... Bechira, it's not girl, it's not Ratzin, it's not Seichel, it's animalistic Mides. Oh. And that definitely doesn't have any lasting power. But we never can know, so it's irrelevant. Of course you can know. How? How can you know? It's not measurable. How can I know? You can know if you're following the directions of Torah in, in ending up into this situation. On, on his level, wouldn't you then be measuring on how you're ending up 
there? So that's why you're measuring based. Excellent question. You're measuring based on how did you end up here? Did you follow halacha? Did you follow the halachis of how you should meet? How you should be interacting? Making sure to interact on a kosher way, on a holy way, not in an unholy way, which can cloud your decision, chas v'shalem, and make you misunderstand doing things which you're not allowed to do. Making sure that there's a shavchan in between, or that making sure that you have a rav who you're speaking to, who's guiding you, who's directing you, and who's helping you analyze and take apart, debrief. And then, arriving at that decision on your own, a decision that only you can make. Nobody else can make that decision for you. Because nobody can be beicher for you. I could tell you maybe what your ratzin should be, that's the level of girl, or I can help you recognize logically this is what makes sense, or emotionally this is what makes, what, what, what not makes sense, but what is desirable. But a Bechira can only come from you yourself. But if you've come there with the proper Torah guidance, then you can rely on the fact that the Bechira that you're making is a true Bechira. And of course, you have Bitachin in the Ebishter. Because at a certain point, yeah, you never know anything. At a certain point, it's immeasurable and indecipherable and so on and so forth. That, at that point, bitachin has to kick in. Like the Rebbe said, that when a person makes a hachlata, it's like the Gemara says in Saita that Shiduchim is compared to Kriyas Yamsov, just by Kriyas Yamsov. Nachshid men Aminadav had to walk into the Yamsov with complete bitachin in Hashem, that Hashem is going to cause it to split and just storm right in to the water, soaking wet until it's up to his nose because the Abish is going to split it because there can't be any other way because the Abish just said he's going to take us through. And that's the way you go into a Shidduch as well. At some point you have to jump in like Nachshim ben Aminadav. So yeah, these are things which are very edel, very fine. And that's why you have to make sure that you're doing it within a Torah structure. And if you're going to do it outside of a Torah structure, then the dangers are immense. You understand? Um, so, yeah. So, then, so I'm saying we started off with basically that the gear was, more, was, was on a higher level. The what? The girl. The girl. Um, yeah. <laughs> the girl, the water was on a higher level. Um, and now we're talking about like reason or, or, or ratzon, our will, is on... Uh, no, not ratzon. No? Bechira. Bechira. Bechira is higher than ratzon. Okay. Ratz, uh, girl is higher than ratzon, mm-hmm. and bechira is higher than girl. Okay. So the ratzon, again, the ratzon is vanilla or strawberry. Okay. The ratzon is a predisposition on a like level. I like vanilla or I like strawberry. That's the Ratzin level. We're talking about a Bechira level. A Bechira is vanilla and vanilla. Vanilla and vanilla, which are you going to choose? So obviously if it's two cups of vanilla ice cream, it really doesn't make a difference. (laughs) But if it's two women whom you're choosing to marry, don't flip a coin. Don't flip a coin. Don't make a girl. 
you need to have a Bechira. This is who I want to marry. It's something very subtle, very fine. And if you're following the right structure, something that you have bitachen, that you're being led in the right direction. Yes, like and um, like don't like make decisions. Don't do a don't do a lottery. Don't leave it up to Hashem. You have to use your. You have to. You have to have a hamshachas halev. You need to have a hamshachas halev. That hamshachas halev. That's the level of bechira. I see you're still troubled by this. If, uh, so with Ratzon, it's like if you chose chocolates over vanilla, your life could still go on. It's not going to be such a big deal. But with Bechira, there could not be any other possible outcome. This is the way it has to be. Bechira, there must be this outcome. And again, it doesn't matter where you throw me and what you do with me and whether it started off here or started off there, I always will end up in the same place. Because that's Bechira, that's the essential decision which has to be, and it can't be any other way. And even though you're going to look at the circumstances and you're going to see, how was I introduced to this person? Because I happened to make this phone call or I happened to go to this chasna where so, so saw me and said, hey, maybe he'll be good, a good match for, for her or whatever it might be. But that's not why. That's the the choice is something which is much 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 deeper. This is my choice, and this is my choice that has to be this way. So, I'm not sure how personal I, I can get, but I, I would like to hear your experience of the bechira and how you knew. How, I I think it would be enlightening to everybody in this room. Also. Another time, Mr. Okay, Sushi. all right. <laughs> Could you go against bechira? Could you go against Bechir? Of course. You could go against Bechir. Um, as you going against Bechir is like a, a person could go against Midas, a person could go against Seichel, a person could go against Geiro. You can certainly go against Bechir. You could. In other words, the Bechir should lead you to this direction. You're saying, I, I can't do it. Sometimes a person needs help, needs direction, needs therapy, needs something to to help them work through what they're going through. And I said, don't try it alone. Make sure you get guidance, make sure you get direction. But yes, ultimately you can make a choice which is against your own best interest. Um... We have just a little bit of the mimer left, but I think we'll leave it for tomorrow morning. Um, uh, but again, the, the, this paragraph that we did, this is what changes over the whole direction of the mimer and what helps us reach the ultimate conclusion that the mimer is going to bring, bring us to. Vai <laughs> <laughs>